0: mark chapter 1 verse 11 the idea of a calling particularly for those not employed in some sort of professional ministry is often seen as archaic impractical or quaint even by christians this view is damaging however both to god's kingdom and to individual lives and careers as christians we must understand that god has a call on our entire lives including our careers To see this any differently denies both allegiance to God as our Creator and an understanding of the unbelievable price Jesus paid for us on the cross. It keeps us from living fully integrated lives in which all things work in synergy for our good and for the building of God's kingdom. For more on this, see The Road Best Traveled, Knowing God's Will for Your Life by Ray Pritchard. Evidently, Jesus' leadership status needed reaffirmation by God the Father as Jesus began His earthly ministry. The voice from heaven saying, You are my beloved Son, I take delight in you, Mark 1.11, was this affirmation. God has specific plans for each one of us, and we must do our best to determine what they are and submit to them. When we fail to do this, less than God's best often transpires. For example, a very gifted teacher in a Christian college, one called to teach, was railroaded into the college presidency by well-meaning colleagues, resulting in trauma, hard feelings, and disappointment on all sides. Gifts in one area, such as leadership abilities, are not necessarily transferable. While it is certainly worthwhile to seek advice from others, ultimately a calling is between you and God. In an incident famous among our circle of friends, one friend told another, I have put a fleece out for you, referring to the familiar incident with Gideon as recorded in Judges 6.36-38. And here is what you need to do. Wisely, our other friend responded, Hey, thanks, but I'll put out my own fleece. Never let someone else determine God's will for your life. No one else can understand God's unique call on your life as clearly as you can. Many have wasted years trying in vain to please others when they would be far more productive living as God had designed them to live. This doesn't mean we go off half-cocked or without advice. But in the end, as Romans 14 says, each one of us must face God individually. When we consider taking positions of leadership, we need to put out our fleece and seek God's affirmation. We may not hear an audible voice from heaven, but we can know we are acting within God's will for our lives. chapter two leaders call followers follow me jesus told them and i will make you fish for people mark chapter one verse seventeen the difference between management and leadership is chiefly in the way those being managed or led are motivated most relationships involve elements of both management and leadership But in a pure sense, those who are being managed are usually compensated in some way for their services, and systems and techniques play a large role. Pure leadership, on the other hand, is characterized primarily by the way followers are motivated to please their leader voluntarily, and the leader typically possesses a more spontaneous personal style. Jesus was both the greatest manager and the greatest leader of all time and both his management skills and leadership abilities should be prized and emulated. In some ways his earthly leadership began when he called his first followers, Peter, Simon, Andrew, James, and John, from which the most important lesson to learn is that he called, he asked. He didn't just walk by expecting some sort of supernatural attraction to occur. He called. He asked those four who were to become some of his most devoted and productive followers, to follow me, a must-learn lesson for today's leaders. When you feel called to lead, and when you discover someone you really want and need to be involved in your endeavor, don't be coy. Follow the example of Jesus and ask them to join you. People want to be asked and feel needed. Even when they say no, and some will, they will feel good about themselves and about you simply because you asked. Sure, there will be times when others take the initiative to ask if they can join you in your enterprises. This is fine, but don't wait for it to happen, particularly where key people are concerned. If you feel called to lead, whether in a church ministry, a civic undertaking, or a business effort, and you see your own Peter, Andrew, James, or John that you want alongside you, step up and ask them to join you, to follow you. Jesus called his disciples personally, so when inviting a key person to join you, Resist the strong temptation to extend your invitation through a third party or some other impersonal